Hello and welcome to the Best Friends Fancast. We are an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. Your other host, Elisa, is busy making friends and making memories. To make up for the fact that we are down a host, I made sure to get a great guest. Welcome back to the show in person, live from Bethlehem, PA. It's Lauren Kelly. Hello, thank you for having me. How have you been? I can't remember the last time you were on. It's It feels very weird for me to be talking like this. Um, but uh, fill us in. How are things? Uh, things are pretty great. I took the day off work to go to a taco fest with my boo. It was sold out. We didn't go. Did other things instead. It's been a great day. That makes it sound like you did something dirty with your boo. Um, You know, we are doing a double episode because last week I couldn't be bothered to do it. So we're doing four fucking shows. We're doing the episode from 626 with Tony Thaxton. We're doing the episode from 629 with Ali McKay and Greg Fitzsimmons. We're doing the show from July 3rd with Kristen Meinzer and Jalenta Greenberg. And we're doing the Encore episode from Bumbershoot. Before we get into all that jazz, um, I believe we have something from the BFF hotline. We have a text and it says, Hi BFF amigos, Demian here, still trying to catch up. One day I might. I hope everyone in the Allison verse is well. I have one question. Is it a fan cast or everything I hate cast? JK, keep up the good work. Demian, you should know by now that it's both. <laughs> That's all. Um, we also have a voicemail from the BFF hotline and let's see who's on the line hello super fan Megan here um, I'm listening to the Thursday episode on my way back from the vet with my little mouse um, our new little baby girl and uh, kind of drop her poop off so that her poop could get tested. And uh, this Canadian fella is saying how he uh, worked on a show called Miss Persona, and I have a just me or every fan. Um, is it just me or every fan or maybe a couple fans uh, that I was like, oh, my God, so many children are going to grow up knowing what the word persona means from like a super young age just me or every fan wow thank you for that megan um the segment just me or every fan is from the jmo patrol days and i just wish you would stop living in the past man hung up on some clown from the 60s man um since we have uh, someone here in person Lauren, do you do that? Not specifically with the word persona, but definitely with other words. Like, I can't, I can't think of, well, like, 
my kids know, you know, like the word trailer for a movie, like, oh, let's look up the trailer. Um, I didn't know what that was called when I was a kid. I used to just call it like the movie commercial. My mom didn't know what that word meant. She was like, she's like, like an RV, like a van. And I'm like, no, they're talking about like the movie trailer. Um, I don't know. They, they, they do know a lot of words though, that I definitely didn't know when I was a kid. So kind of, yes, just with, not with that word specifically, but yes. Yeah, I guess that is true. I'm not in the, unlike Megan, the Hollywood busy type that she is, I'm not in quote unquote the biz, but I know what fix it in post means. Like there's going to be kids listening to podcasts and they know what fix it in post means, which is kind of weird. Um, if you too would like to uh, hit us with a blast from the past in the BFF uh, voicemail, you can dial 818-BFF-0732 or you can text it just like Demian did. Thank you both for that. And on that note, let's get on to these fucking shows. First, we had Tony Tony Thaxton's picks. Oh, whoopsies. We have a little segment that I totally skipped and it's called shout outs. Lauren, who would you like to shout out? Okay. So first of all, my boo, Rafi. Uh, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. I miss you. And the last time I was on the show was at Lisa's house when we were in California. Um, shout out to Megan and Jess and Little Mouse. Shout out to my buddy, Dr. Jen, to Trice. How are you doing? Um, I, I love uh, having text conversations with you, Trice. Leanne Ward, who was mentioned on the Monday show. That was pretty cool. Um, since Lisa's not here, I'm going to say Tamara Holler. Uh, Kelly and her adorable kitten. Demian, Whitney, Von Carmen's Olive, and Sullivan, who we got to hear on the Whitney Sees Q. Um, and just everybody in the Facebook group and who listens. Hello. I will give a shout out to Whitney because she went to see Jenna Kim Jones live in person. She took her boo. She took her child, uh, mentioned me and Lisa to Jenna and Jenna pretended like she remembered us. Um, so shout out to her. Shout out to Trice because I get to, uh, whether he knew it or not, I get to like eavesdrop on the text convos that uh, Lauren and he are having uh, because, you know, just like a married couple, you got to share everything. So I get to hear about the dramas going on as well. Not drama with him, mind you. Well, kind of. This is too personal. Anyway, it's not personal. It's just, you know, it's not for public consumption. Anyway. Uh, hopefully he gets back on Instagram someday, but uh, he doesn't have to because he's not missing anything. Um, also, shout out to Lisa and Leanne motherfucking Ward and uh, other people. Anyway, back to Monday. They had Tony on his day off joining in on the pod in his hotel room in Pittsburgh. I kind of felt bad because he was doing like Philly, Jersey um, dates with Motion City. And I was like, oh, 
we could have gone to that, but I'm not really a Motion City fan. I feel okay, so I feel bad because I've said on here before that his band sucks. Um, much like Allison, I'm really bad mouthing him. And then when we inevitably ask him to be on, he's gonna be like, um, didn't you say my band sucks? Yes, Motion City sucks. Tony is awesome, and his drumming is great. True. Um, it's it's just not for us that the that music is just not for us. But it's it's good. It's good music. Um, and Tony always looks amazing drumming. I I could never do it. I think he's very talented. Let's not go as far as saying the band is good. <laughs> My personal opinion is that their music is bad. That one song is okay. Um, the ba 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 ba. No, not that one. Um, anyway, sorry, Tony. Um, he's great though. But you know, if I if I played him the music I like, he would be like, "Yeah, this fucking sucks." Yeah. So it's fine. You know, it. Yeah, it's not for me. Um, his mom might have a thing or two to say about this show if he's ever on it because apparently Tony's mom texts him and says uh hey that Allison bitch is like talking shit about Allison's you. Allison's really giving you shit. <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh Allison better watch yourself cuz Mama Thaxton, she's like in mama bear mode. Jan, she Jan might slap a bitch. True. Man. She she better be careful. Um, maybe that's why she was afraid to go to the show in L.A. Yeah. Or the COVID they got. Yeah, I, well, I had written down, will Allison go to the L.A. show? Um, I guess that has already happened. And yeah, with the, the COVID business, it had the COVID business not happened. I still don't think that she would have gone. Um and then she was talking about bringing the kids, and I thought, oh, don't bring the kids. You can't enjoy a concert when your kids are there. Because, I mean, not the, <laughs> that sounds like I don't like having kids around. But there's, like, that's a thing that I would do without kids, I think, you know? Yeah. Um, also, really, really fucked up of Allison to specifically get her kids to have COVID just so she didn't have to go. Uh, but I kind of admire her dedication to staying home. Um, did they talk about this? Um, oh, because of the banana split. No, they didn't. I just connected the two. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Also, I don't know if it was on this episode or not. I think it was. We don't know. Um, but uh, at some point... They they were talking about um, was it Allison's mom or no? It was Daniel's mom. No, no, it was Allison's mom. Oh, Allison's mom made a banana split, but poorly. Apparently, I I vaguely remember this. Um, oh, but I think she did say it to Tony because Tony doesn't like bananas, so Allison was like, "You wouldn't like it anyway." I think. But yeah, so Allison's mom asked Elliot if he wanted a banana split. And he said yes, and then she proceeded to give him ice cream with sliced bananas in it. And Elliot said, I didn't think it was going to be this. And Allison said, yeah, me either. So I think I may have had a banana split once in my life, 
uh, because I'm not like a 1950s happy days teenager or something. But uh, what the fuck is the difference? You slice a banana down the middle and then you just put ice cream with it, right? What's what's the fucking difference? Just that it's more chopped up banana? I think that a banana split implies that it's a sundae and it's also going to have, you know, like whipped cream, maybe some fudge, a cherry on top. I don't know exactly because I've never had a banana split. doesn't sound good to me, but I think that it just sounds, you know, like it's going to be a real event and and it it wasn't. She just sliced it in like it was bowl of cereal or something. Gotcha. But yeah, we both um, were reminded of these are not Big Macs, Shelly and John. And on that note, we may or may not put a song here in post. Enjoy. Shelly and John Long time ago They said they made Big Macs for Al the Sun Allison said Those are not Big Macs She was just a kid But she still knew the facts Cut to many years later Now Allison's mom Looks like Shelly still has a problem. Says to Elliot, hey, how about a nice banana split? Once again, Allison calls her on her bullshit. Walk on. Wow. Amazing work. Great job. Thank you. Um, Tony said that when he was singing some song uh, on stage, he changed Benny to Bentley. Uh, at the show here in Philly because he knew his dog would be watching. I think that's very cute. But also, the dog didn't notice. Can't prove that. I, you know, dogs have, dogs have senses that are better than ours. I don't know if hearing is one of them, but, you know, I, I, he, he probably heard it and he probably, you know, appreciated it. And that's why he loves Tony so much. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's a nice way to think of it. Um, Allison quoted Leanne at some point. Do you recall what she quoted her saying? Uh, I wanted to write it down. It was something about Le- Leanne used the quote, uh, Tony's dumb band. 
Oh, it was about... Okay, so it was about her having RJ City on in place of no or or no it was like rj city was supposed to be recording and then he couldn't so then she got tony on so it was like someone that she got because of tony and then when he couldn't be on that day then she got tony instead i don't i don't remember exactly how it was but she pointed out a funny um scenario kind of of allison like sliding tony kind of on that (laughs) Yes, always nice to hear when a BFF is mentioned. Um, and uh, I'm sure whatever guff she was giving Tony or Allison, it was well-deserved. Um, is that it for the Monday show? I I enjoyed when she was asking uh, the questions that people sent in, like about his best show and his worst show. Um, and he said he like loves playing in Chicago. Like they have like a huge fan base there for whatever reason. Um, I found I found that just kind of interesting because, you know, I'm I'm not in a band and it's fun to hear that kind of thing. Like it must be like so cool to to do a show and hear everybody like singing along and people being so happy to see you. Uh, so it was fun hearing about that part of his life because he really doesn't talk about it that much you know in detail so that was pretty it was a good show yeah on that note let's move to thursday um we had ali mckay and greg fitzsimmons and jeff fox filling in for tony and as usual daniel was there um Again, they brought up the fact that pineapples are a sign of swingers, but it turns out that it can also be an upside-down pineapple. Maybe that's the more preferred um, way to do it. Maybe there was, like, too many uh, wrong signals sent, and they were like, no, we got to do something because apparently people like pineapples. And so they were like, how about we just put it upside down and that way we'll know. Um, thoughts on pineapple. There's someone here in town that has a, a pineapple. And doesn't it say like welcome? welcome? Yeah, pineapple welcome sign outside of their house. And so every time I drive by there, I'm just like, you know, like, is it that? I don't know. Or is it just someone saw that sign and was like, that's cute. Because I mean, how many, how many pineapple signs are an accident, you know, of people, and then are people knocking on her? Well, probably not, because she probably would have taken it down if it was an issue. Maybe she is a swinger. I don't know. I say we have a couple more of these frozen margs, <laughs> and we head down there yeah. with a pineapple in hand. Pineapple in one hand, a box of lube. I thought you were going to say condoms. A barrel of condoms and a box of lube. <laughs> Under the other hand, under the other hand, um, Allie McKay mentions that she had, oh, speaking of bad decisions, <laughs> Allie McKay mentions that when she was working for some fucking news channel, <laughs> that she had a bear eat a marshmallow from her mouth. Well, much like her mom, I think this is a very bad idea, um, what animal would you let eat something from your mouth? 
no animal. Basically, I mean, maybe like my dog, but yeah, that is not, I would not advise anyone to get that close to a bear. I think bears are very unpredictable and very dangerous. Um, I wouldn't do it. Mm -mm. Um, I think Yogi Bear would like to have a word with you because he's smarter than the average bear and he wears a hat. And I think a tie and maybe the collar of a shirt. And I'm starting to wonder where he got those clothes. Did he kill a man? Yeah. Steal his outfit? Uh, like Arnold at the beginning of uh, Terminator? Probably. Um, she's lucky to be alive and uh, she should never do that again. Uh, oh, yeah. The pineapple stuff came up because she's living in Maine. And <gasps> shout out to Leanne. Hi, Leanne. Shout out to Leanne and to us for going to Maine. Shout out to Stephen King. <laughs> um, and uh, fucking Greg mentions that he's going to go to Maine um, some point this year to Bar Harbor. Wait, you didn't say it right. I think it's pronounced Bahaba. Ah, yes. Ba. And we went there not too long ago for your birthday at the end of March, or early April, end of March, something like that. That's correct. It was super good. Super fun. Refer to our episode uh, that we didn't record. Uh, refer to our phone call uh, with Leanne to hear how that went. Um, Greg mentions that he took uh, one of them uh, DNA tests and that he's 99% Irish, which uh, I think we all knew, but he's 1% Mongolian. Are you buying this? Don't know. Don't care. Exactly. Um, Allison is often on, often, she's been on twice. She's been on this um, Sopranos podcast called Pod Yourself a Gun. And one of the clips that they use for their intro is Tony Soprano saying, remember when is the lowest form of conversation or something like that. And I think um, even lower than that would be describing your DNA. (laughs) Uh, test results with someone uh no offense to lisa who is nine percent uh something or other i always forget um greg mentions that he went shooting with everyone's best friend joe rogan um and he mentioned (laughs) he said that like they all had those trucks that have like four wheels in the back and i was like The first thing that came to mind was this G-Wagon 6x6 instead of like a 4x4. It's a 6x6, so it has like four wheels in the back. But I think what he meant is like a dually. Um, Your thoughts on duallys and 6x6s? Big truck. uh, Hemi. Horsepower. You know. Lee Bruns just uh, stood up in South Dakota and he knows he has no clue why he just like perked up and he's like, what's going on? <laughs> There's like a disruption in the force as uh, some dorks would say, probably um, interesting that he went shooting with Rogan and it was like a, apparently like a very last minute thing. Like, Oh, Hey, you want to go shoot tomorrow? And, and uh, Greg seemed to love it. Yeah. It's always so weird when they mention Joe Rogan because he's the butt of so many jokes, but yet Allison has been on his show and Greg is obviously friends with him. So it's like, 
I don't know. I uh, it's just weird when they mention him because it's like, is this is this a a joke or is this we're friends with him? You know. I think about now. Joe Rogan is not in the same uh, circle as like these people, but I think about like um, Tucker Carlson and like just like people that everyone I know would hate to like in real life like you would be like you'd want to throw a rotten egg at them or something and i think like what do they do in their off time like they have friends you you assume and it's like do their friends like are they ashamed that they're friends with this person or i assume like with tucker carlson they think like him and like you know they're similar they're peas in a pod so they're probably also terrible but like i think about that all the time like what does their mom think about them? Like, and all the hate that they get. Yeah. I guess, I don't know. I guess I feel like people's moms don't know because they're not on the tech. They're probably a little bit old and not with the technology, but. Oh, that sounds terrible. Cut that out and edit it back in. Edit this back in. Uh, you know, moms love unconditionally, so they only see the good things that their kids are doing, maybe. Or maybe their parents hate them, too. We can only hope. <laughs> um, it says that they discussed a news story involving a lethal amount of mayonnaise. Do you recall this? No. What happened? I don't know. Mayonnaise, good or bad? Um, well, okay. I'm Those are the only options. Bad. Exactly. <laughs> Moving on. They also took an Allison quiz to find out who knows her best. And I didn't keep score, but I believe I got like 100%. If not, I may have missed one. But I'm pretty sure I got them all. How did you do? I missed one. And it was the fake religion uh, leader or whatever one. Yes. I recall this. Okay. So I guessed on that and I was right. And then so I was like, oh, then I must have heard it before. And I just remembered. So I think I must have gotten 100%. Uh, move over, Daniel. JK. <laughs> <laughs> Don't move over, Daniel. They did, uh, hey, go fuck yourself. Daniel said that obits that don't mention the cause of death. Um, I I don't read obituaries often, but I feel like that is probably the point of them, right? Yeah, I I do remember one time uh, being like, well, what happened? And... I think my mom was like, well, it's not going to say that in the obituary. Like, they don't put that in there. And I'm like, but why? Like, I want to know. Everybody wants to know, like Daniel said. And then, yeah, you're going to have to go and look. Like, my eye doctor passed away. And I really want to know what happened. I I liked her. And I I don't know. I, I'm curious. But then it's like, well, that's shitty of me. I should just say I'm sad that she's gone and and not... I don't know. But yeah, I guess it's just human nature. You have this curiosity. There's this person that you knew and you want to know what happened to them. Um, but 
But yeah, my response to that, hey, go fuck yourself, was like, do they ever include the cause of death? And also, like, is that just in poor taste to say? Um, And then very soon after that, I saw something on Instagram, like where someone, uh, you know, posted a picture of a tweet that said, like, FYI, you have my permission to put in my obituary how I died. I don't want my friends to have to search it out or whatever. And it's like, yeah, maybe like people today who (laughs) want to know, you know, maybe it'll be a thing now of like, yeah, please let people know how I died. You can know how I die. Everybody can know. Um, It doesn't matter how I die. I want someone to lie. So I wanted to like say that I died trying to jump the Grand Canyon on my Grom. Um, Or I was doing the running of the bulls, but I ran the wrong direction. Something like (laughs) (laughs) that. And and you claim to have never seen the movie The Royal Tenenbaums. Is it about poker? Royal Flush is what you're thinking of. (laughs) um also um greg fitzsimmons had a hey go fuck yourself he said something like um to the comedian that i you know that opened for me 10 years ago at the funny bone or whatever and i and they come up to him and say you remember me and he said no you're not interesting enough to remember go fuck yourself um i thought that was funny i i don't i don't know I really wish he would name names. Oh, yeah. Well, but he can't remember it. <laughs> exactly. I think like I think that's so shitty of people where they're like, you don't remember me, do you? And it's like, well, just tell me. Well, and it's hard for me because I do remember most people and I'm usually the one that's like, "Oh, we actually met before at so and so's house or at the bar this one time I was with so and so and you were with this person um i have a a friend who i met twice before we like met and talked enough that she remembered me and it's just so funny because i'm like no like remember we've hung out before and like i think maybe she was wasted and i didn't realize or something but yeah she didn't remember me and but i don't put it on them i do put that on me like they don't remember me. I fucked up, you know? So I'll just be like, oh, yeah, we met before, actually. Yeah, I'm Lauren. You're Jess, you know, what, whatever. Like, and then and then just start over. But, yeah, I never put it on the person. Like, it's shitty. Um, I think it's for a comedian to do that to another comedian, I think, that is dumb because it's like yeah i'm in a fucking different town every weekend and there's another fucking no-name comedian opening for me so it's kind of fucked up especially if it was like 10 years or whatever um but you just reminded me of the episode of seinfeld where fred stoller doesn't (laughs) he doesn't remember elaine and that like makes her like intrigued like she wants to make an impression on him or something um, it's too bad not everyone can be like me. Uh, when I, when I meet someone for the first time, I do something crazy to make sure they remember Every me. Time? Every single time, like last time, I uh, carved a swastika into my forehead. 
uh, it didn't work because I was meeting, um, what what is that guy, the Helter Skelter guy? Manson. I was meeting Charles Manson for the first time, so he uh, thought he was looking in a mirror, and TBH, oh. who could blame him? Um, on that note, let me take a quick break for new beverages. And before we get to Thursday, we've got a Whitney C's Q. Whitney C wants to know what is a product that you cannot live without? This question is inspired by Todd Perry, who was the guest on Natch Butte, specifically the episode of Natch Butte that Allison co-hosted while Jackie is on maternity leave. So first, congratulations, Jackie, who will not hear this. Second of all, if you haven't listened to that episode, you should. It wasn't bad. Um, I'm not the biggest, like, Todd Perry fan. He's just kind of boring, in my opinion. But he did inspire this question in me because he talked about how he doesn't think people really need lotion. They just train their bodies to need lotion and then that's when they become addicted to it and he used chapstick as an example a similar example i am completely addicted to chapstick um really it's aquaphor but i'm completely addicted to lip product on my lips i have to have it i have to have it near me i have one in my car i have one in the diaper bag i have one or several in my purse there's one at school there's there's just always a lip product near me um also my stuffed animal i have to have this kind of interpreting product loosely however i did buy this stuffed animal at a store so i have to have my stuffed animal that i've had for years with me or else i'm a little bit uncomfortable what do you guys say I just listen back to that and it makes it sound like I carry my stuffed animal around 25-8. No, um, I have to have my stuffed animal to go to sleep. And I mean, I guess I do leave it like on vacation or if I'm going to be in a hotel room for a night or two. But I prefer to have the stuffed animal. <laughs> uh, thank you for the question. Uh, I did not know that Allison guest hosted an attribute. I, I am not subscribed, so I just check it every now and then, but I will have to go and download that. I guess for me, hmm, for me, what would the product be? Um, I often say that Todd Perry reminds me of Adam Carolla. And I think this is like a Corolla thing. I don't know if it's not lotion, which that is a fucking crazy hot take, I think, to say that people don't need lotion. Um, but I feel like Corolla would say this about something like, oh, you don't need this. It's just going to drain your body. I don't know. Um, I was that way. Actually, I used to use Bert, Bert's Bees for my lip balm. And I was super addicted to it. And it took me like a couple of weeks to wean myself off. But now I don't need it. And I kind of think that maybe they're onto something. People that say that. Um, shit. I'm, I'm all over the place. What is my one product that I cannot live without? Unfortunately, I think it has to be my phone. I think Jen would say that it's my quote-unquote emotional support bottle as she calls it my 32 ounce black hydro flask um i do love carrying that thing around because then i have water whenever i need it 
Uh, but I think it's the phone. It has my music. It's got my podcast. It has my directions. It has everything I need to know and everything I need. Um, Lauren, what is your one product? Okay, I went and grabbed it quick so that I would say it right. Um, it's my face lotion that I use every day, and it makes my face feel so good. Once in a great, great while, I'll forget to put it on before I head out to work, and I just feel uh, not good. So I wear, it's Andalou Naturals 1000 Roses Daily Shade Lotion Facial Lotion SPF 18. Um and it just feels really good. And it's uh, my little self-care that takes me like 10 seconds in the morning. I put it on my face. And as, you know, Jackie Johnson says, you got to cream your neck doing that. Um, also, I can't I, I pretty much can't live without lip color, not lip balm or uh, chapstick, but like lipstick or uh, some kind of color. I feel like my lips have no color of their own and. They just need it. And um, I don't think that that it sounds weird that you that you need your stuffed animal, Whitney. I think that's super sweet. Um, And I guess my emotional support thing, like Rafi has his water bottle. My emotional support thing is my hairbrush. Um, I'll brush my hair anytime I feel anxious or if I just see the hairbrush or I don't know. It's maybe it's a problem, but I always need a comb or a hairbrush. Very good answer. Um, I hope that you all let us know what product you can't live without in the eight eight days a week uh, in the Facebook group. Um, And now we have a special segment. Lauren has prepared for me the Bethlehem quiz and I don't know what this consists of but I'm very worried that I'm going to do poorly in my new hometown we'll see okay so I didn't make this quiz actually I could make a Bethlehem quiz and that would be super fun so maybe I'll do that someday um this is from gotoquiz.com how Lehigh Valley are you question one how do you how do you pronounce Bethlehem? B-Town? Bethlehem? Bethlehem? Okay, so the first one was B-E-F-L-E-M, B-E-T-H-L-E-M, or Bethlehem. So we've got B-Town, Bethlehem, Bethlehem, or Bethlehem. I, because you told me about this, that like, the older gen, they just say Bethlehem. I do that sometimes. So it's either C or D. But if it was up to me, I would say D. Okay, that's what I say too. Number two. Do you know what yet means? And you're going to have to write this down. It's D as in dog, J as in jasmine, E as in Edward, E as in elephant, T is in toilet, Y is in yellow, E is in everyone, T as in tamale. Does, does it mean DJ eats yet? Does it mean DG yet? Or 
did you eat yet? I wrote my answer down and it says, did use eat? <laughs> Question mark. I think you get a bonus point for putting use. Okay. Uh, number three. What is the name of the famous groundhog of Pennsylvania? Groundhog Phil. Oh, this is the groundhog that comes out of the thing on Groundhog Day and predicts the future um, of what the weather. Groundhog Phil? Phil the groundhog? Punxsutawney Phil groundhog? Or Puxy Phil? Are you telling me that Puxitani Phil, the famous groundhog, is from here? From from Pennsylvania. I think it's, is it Punxitani PA? Oh, I thought it was from like Bethlehem. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's Punxitani Phil. All right, sir. Number four. What was, what was, not is, the major export of Bethlehem? Steel. Wood. Prostitutes or milk? The answer is steel. But I just realized uh, we're doing the answers at the end. Yes. Okay. I was like, um, I just realized we're halfway through this thing, I hope. And uh, and I, was, I have no clue how I'm doing. Um, so, yes, yeah, steel. Okay. What are the twin rivers of Easton? Easton is the next town over. So Bethlehem is in the middle of Easton and Allentown in the valley. Um, so what are the twin rivers of Easton? Allegheny and Lehigh, Bushkill and Lehigh, Delaware and Allegheny, or Lehigh and Delaware? A. Allegheny and Lehigh. All right, number six. What were the three places the Declaration of Independence was read? A. Bethlehem, Allentown, and Easton. B. Easton, Philly, and Trenton. C. Trenton, Philly, and Bethlehem. B? I don't know this one. <laughs> Number seven. <laughs> um, I believe the answer is actually uh, E, your mom's house. Oh! <laughs> Tom and Christina. Number seven. When was the last flood in Easton? May 5th, 2000, May 5th, 2004, June 28th, 2005, June 28th, 2006, July 29th, 2006. Uh, I didn't hear any of that other than 2006. So I'm going to say D, but also uh, when your mom got in the tub. Not your mom, <laughs> just yo mama. But also, who cares? Um, <laughs> number eight, who founded the city of Allentown? William Allen. Allen Williams. William Penn or Penn Allen? Uh, fuck. I don't know who any of these people are, but William Penn sounds familiar. So let's go with him. All right, sir. Number nine. There's only 10 questions, okay? I feel like this is taking so long. Number nine, what counties cover the valley? Lehigh, Northampton, Bucks, Berks, and Carbon? Yeah, Lehigh and Northampton. Bucks, Northampton, and Lehigh. Or Carbon, Bucks, and Berks? A, B, C, D. 
I am going to say that it is C, Bucks, Northampton, and Lehigh. Actually, actually, now that I'm looking at the list, I'm going to say, I'm going to say A. Okay. Number 10. How many colleges and universities are in the Valley? Four, six, nine, or eight? I really have no clue. Um, I'm going to go with six. Uh, let's go with four. That's what I was thinking. All right. Submitting the answers. <gasps> you are 30% Valley. You still don't belong here. The Valley is a wonderful place and you should study the place you live in. If you can't handle the Valley, how will you be able to get around anywhere else? Shit. That's mean. Okay. They said, <laughs> oh, wow. This is pretty funny. A lot of the answers are not correct. Okay, some of them I knew. This is quite interesting. 30%, but you know what? You just got here, honey, so you got plenty of time. Um, for the for the people that want to know the correct answers, uh, maybe we'll post the link in the Facebook group to this quiz so you can take it and uh, see what was right and what was wrong. Of course, I'm only 30% Valley because, you know, like, I just moved here. Months, so you got 10% a month. That's not bad. Let's try again in six months for three months. In like seven more months, I'm going to be like so valley. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for that quiz. On that note, let's move on to the next Monday episode with Kristen Meinzer and Jalenta Greenberg of the podcast By the Book. And apparently they also wrote a book, How to Be Fine. Uh, They talked about their new Audible podcast, Romance Road Test. Uh, They try out different romance hacks uh, and uh, they see how it works with their partners. Um, I don't know who these women are. I've never heard of the podcast, never heard of the book. I mean, I know Audible has podcasts, but who the fuck listens to that? I barely listen to anything on the Spotify podcasts. Um, Were you familiar with these guests before? No, I was not. That makes two of us. Um, I like the idea of this show. Have you ever read a relationship uh, advice book or something like that? No. Yeah, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Isn't I, it <laughs> I have not either. Um, I think the premise of this show is kind of interesting, but didn't they say that, I don't know if it was their previous, uh, incarnation of the show or this one, but that they try these things out for like a week. And I don't think a week is long enough to learn anything. Um, yeah, I, I think it's pretty neat that they tried that they tried things out. I, I, I didn't remember that it was only for a week, but um, yeah, it's pretty interesting to give like all of these things a shot. And I think a lot of people maybe wouldn't even be able to do a week. Um, I, I like a lot of things like, like obviously like the secret leaves like a really bad taste in my mouth because the, when Okay, so I had a relative who was dying from cancer. It was very sad. Um, And his wife was watching The Secret 
And I mean, he couldn't even really talk at that point. And I went over to visit him and her and they were watching The Secret. And it was obvious that, you know, he was not going to make it for many more, you know, maybe not even until the next day. And then she said something like to um, his daughter who was flying back home, like, oh, we'll see you. We'll see you next time, you know, both of us and and we're going to be doing great. And she was just quoting like the secret and talking like if she just thought he was going to get better, like it was going to be fine. And it was so sad to me. And I think it's super fucked up to prey on people who are going through a hard time and saying, you know, that your mindset can uh, can change the the facts. Um, so I think that's super mani- manipulative. I just really br- brought it down. So let's cut that out, edit it out, edit it back. <laughs> but I just, I, I like the secret I really fucking hate. And I'm sure there's other ones like it. And like all of the relationshipy ones, like about, like it was nice that they mentioned that, like the one thing, like it was like basically manipulating and playing games to to win yourself a husband and then those people later got divorced because it was like yeah that's how you 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 can win someone like that but you can't sustain a relationship that's based like that so um i'm kind of glad that they called bullshit on things that were bullshit um so the secret I feel like that works more for motivating yourself to do things. Like, I think actually Megan had like a vision board. um, And I think she was like into the secret. Um, But when it comes to like Steve Jobsing your illness, that is very foolish. Um, So I think she was misguided in that but uh that's very unfortunate to hear um yeah they talked about like doing terrifying dates like skydiving and stuff like that and you like bond because you went through this um experience that like fucks with your you know hormones and like or chemicals in your brain and so you like associate these feelings with this person um, yeah, that, that could work, but yeah, that's not, um, not every day you're skydiving or whatever. So it's not going to work for, for the long run. Um, they talked about things like, um, I'm I'm struggling to remember what the relationship books were other than the one or one of the things was like sex every day. And they said that they just found it exhausting, which I guess I could see like, yeah, it could be exhausting, but also um, like, Hey, maybe <laughs> why not? <laughs> Who knows? It could work. Um, I don't know. Do you remember any of the other things they tried? Yes. I really liked it that they, Oh, Mona came my dog came over. If you hear heavy breathing, it isn't me, probably. Um, so they talked about how they each did the the uh, their partner's hobbies. And one couple really enjoyed that and really got something out of it. And the other couple, like, really super hated it. And um, Rafi and I did this, like, not 
to do it like because we were like oh let's try each other's hobbies but no but just because you know like i'm gonna go looking for mushrooms you want to come and he comes with me and he does fucking great you you have such good mushroom eyes that's what they call it your mushroom eyes so he has his mushroom eyes and then you know he took me to learn how to ride his grom so like freaking lk's on a motorcycle what and i love it so i think it's like i don't know for for us that was super fun in my opinion so when they were talking about that the whole time i was just like kind of smiling like ah that is super fun and i don't know i'm glad that we just happened to to do that because it was pretty cool um yes i i didn't want you to learn to ride the motorcycle because i was like she needs to ride a motorcycle i own a motorcycle she needs to own one but then again, I happened to buy another one last week. So uh, maybe I'm I'm lying. But no, I, I just feel like I wanted to get you out of your comfort zone and like teach you something that you probably never thought you would do. Um, just because, I don't know, I feel like learning new skills is fun. I would suggest it to everyone that has the means to do it. Like if you can swing a leg over a bike, I'd say do it because even if you never buy a motorcycle, it's just fun to do and it's fun to learn new things. And I hope you think it's fun. Oh my God. I think it's so fun. I sent the little video that you took of me riding the motorcycle to several friends. I was so proud. Um, I just think it's something that, Anybody who knows me would think like, oh, Lauren would never ride a motorcycle. <laughs> I mean, like Lauren can barely drive her car, which I'm you're also helping me with. I have severe highway anxiety and Rafi's helping me through that. So um, that's like a huge deal, too. Like every time I drive on the highway now, I'm just like, oh, my God, I little Lauren would never have expected this. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate it and I it makes me stronger. Uh, I'm sure Lee just perked up again. Hi, Lee. They talked about having Spencer Pratt on their show. And um, I don't think I like him. No. No, but Allison was like saying she like really tried to get him on her show. And I don't know, like... I, I thought he was kind of like the butt of jokes, kind of like I didn't realize he was like such a good get. But Allison was like, oh, my God, that's awesome. I don't know. I didn't watch The Hills, though. Um, I think I watched a little him and Heidi. They seem weird. I don't know. And he's like into crystals and God knows what else. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm interested in all that. D- they did a round of JMOs and. Uh, one of them mentioned peeing in the shower or something. Oh my gosh. And then the other one chimed in and was like, oh, yeah, when me and my partner are in the shower, which is like often, but not sexy showers. They're just like regular showers at the same time for whatever reason. And then he'll just start peeing. And I don't even think it's that weird. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Who takes 
multiple people like <laughs> unless you have like a multiple shower head situation which because they live in tiny new york apartments i doubt that they do how do two people shower at the same time in a productive manner like this is not this is not a wise choice if you're trying to be efficient and then uh, just willy-nilly taking a whiz. No. <laughs> this is Adam Carolla shit, and I am not into it. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Unless you have, like, the, the dual shower heads, it's not it's not a, a, a comfortable shower. And, like, I also feel like couples that shower together are better than me because it's like, mm, look at us. We shower together. I don't know. I just... <laughs> But I, I, I like my own shower. I like to, you know, wash my body, rinse off, not be freezing, not be away from the water while someone else uses it. Is this too personal? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I would never pee in the shower, especially with another person. Like, uh, uh, can you imagine? And do they mention it? Or is he going to be like, I'm going to pee now. Watch your feet. You know, or no, I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if she, if he even announces it or it's just like, oh, it smell. Oh, <laughs> mm. it smelled like the subway for a second. And now I know why. Um, yeah, that is just some like weird too. Yeah, that's why it's so weird. I don't know. I guess every, everyone has a match and she found hers. I think that. Like, some people will mention, like, oh, yeah, like, now we just poop with the door open. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you people? Who raised you? Who hurt you? Agreed. Well, on that note, we got to get to the final of the four shows. It was an encore presentation of Daniel's pot cookie story uh, from Bumbershoot because Allison's kids got COVID. And now we know Daniel also has it. Yeah, and and Allison uh, posted on her story that she was negative. Um, I hope she stays that way. But yeah, it's like if your kids get something, you're probably gonna get it. Still take care. Even if I got COVID, I'd still be negative. Da duncha. Anyway, it was the probably best episode Allison has ever produced, and I did. <laughs> I have not re-listened yet, but I feel like I've heard it so many times in the past. And TBH, I was there for the actual Bumbershoot shows. So who needs to re-listen? Um, they talked about Daniel eating a pot cookie, and he thought it was like one of those weird lavender <laughs> cookies. And I was like, I have never seen this. But then again, I don't spend a lot of time in Seattle. Do you think that you could accidentally eat a pot cookie? Uh, not me, uh, because I'm a vegan, so I read the ingredients on everything. Uh, maybe like a person with a nut allergy would never accidentally eat a pot cookie because they would be really looking at it. But Daniel was just hungry and Allison said she grabbed cookie. Uh, you know, it's like your wife gives you something is like, oh, you're hungry. Here's a cookie. I just eat the cookie, you know? Um, so like I could totally understand how that would happen. Yeah. But, um, man getting dosed like when you don't expect it like that is fucked up and i can also really relate when he said like allison like pointed out this hotel and he said 
I cannot even begin to to deal with that right now or to handle it. And she was like, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> and like, but like, yeah, like I can like when I'm high and someone like talks about something, it's like sometimes you just can't handle it. You know, you got stuff going on inside your head and uh, like I feel bad for him, but it also is so funny. And like the amount of delight that Jenna has in this story is so just amazing and wonderful. It's so cute how hard she laughs and how much she enjoys it. Yeah, this I am like, I really hope she has the photo of the packaging because I want to know how many milligrams. I want to know, is Daniel a lightweight or did he get like fucked up? Because like, I remember when, um, the I think it was like 2015 when this stuff became legal in Colorado and Washington and me and a friend went to a dispensary and like they had drinks and it, it said, you know, like 10 milligrams. And then like you could get like popsicles like or lollipops. And that's what we got. And I think those were like 10. And then we also got like uh, other edible things. Like gummies? Um, I don't think they were gummies, but they were some kind of candy, like maybe chocolate or some shit. But everything was like so measured and precise. It was like, this is five milligrams. So... I wonder, and then there were things like a cookie and it said like eat one like piece of it. I guess maybe it was like segmented or something. Uh, and each piece was like 10 milligrams or something because if you eat the whole thing, then you're getting like a hundred milligrams or whatever. So I really want to know how fucked up was he? Because this sounds kind of like a funny thing to do on the weekend. Like just get a... <laughs> a pot cookie and just down the whole thing and see what happens. Yeah. I, well, I, okay. Spoiler alert. I smoke weed sometimes. Um, (laughs) but even for me, like eating an edible is so totally different. It makes you so much higher. And I don't know. It's very hard for me to act normal if I would eat an edible, which isn't often, but the last time I, I had one, I just fell asleep. It was like daytime and I just, fell asleep so yeah they it it hits it hits different as they say all you have to do is act naturally as a wise man once said um yes i i do remember that i preferred to do edibles it's been oh my god it's been years but fuck i would love to do it again at some point um and i just remembered like smoking it was like such a fucking bummer compared to doing edibles because when i was on edibles i was fucking high shit and it was great and then smoking it was just like yeah i'm getting my fix but i'm not happy about it like sure i'll it's kind of the same thing i don't know it's like if it'd be like going to like the the kitty theme park as opposed to like the adult one. It's like, yeah, it's the same shit, but it's not the same thrill. (laughs) I'm not getting the same experience. Um, Yeah. Great episode on that stuff, but we also forget that it's a great episode because Greg did the surf lingo (laughs) quiz. And I feel like a ton of the drops came from this and it was just 
an amazing piece of work from Greg Heller. And this is why we miss him. How did you do on the quiz? Did you even take your score? I didn't take my score. I was working at the time. Um, but I got a lot of it right. I think the the one that I got wrong the most was the one that they all got wrong, which I thought they were talking about an album. It was really about surfing. Um, but it was very funny to hear how Jenna and Al would say, you know, like a woman with like big boobs or something like and Alan Alan Al said like well endowed or like Jenna said like this woman with big breasts or something <laughs> like it's just so funny to hear them say stuff like that and I just love it that they were game to play this quiz you know and uh yeah I it, it was it was pretty fun I did like okay but anything that was actually related to surfing no I didn't know I don't recall the uh, big boobed talk. <laughs> Do you recall how Greg said this? No. Nuggets on, or no, something's on a nugget. Like the nugget was the woman. Should I look it up? No, it's fine. Um, we need a Patreon episode with Greg and we need oh. it stat because I was thinking recently how I want an update. He's got a kid. He took the kid to Israel. You know, this kid's more well-traveled than most people I know um, and probably eats better than most people I know <laughs> as well. Um, I need to know what's up with Greg and Ayala and the kid whose name I forgot. <laughs> oh, I can't remember it either right now. But they, I forgot about this episode. They also talked about, like, really gross things. Like, Greg was like, if you could... <laughs> What is more satisfying? Like getting a huge booger out of your nose, pulling out a huge ball of wax from your ear with a Q-tip, or like popping a huge pimple. And he asked that of everybody. Um, I think most people said the ball of wax, which is definitely what I would say. Um, TMI. <laughs> but they also talked about one time Greg had like a, a he said like a huge pimple behind his ear when he described it Al was like I've gotten those they're boils <sighs> like I was I was at work and I was just like oh my god I don't remember this episode being so gross like I remember the pot cookie and the fun this fun part of the episode but there's been some pretty gross shit in this episode I forgot about that too, but when you said it, I was like, oh yeah, Al get, had like a huge boil or something. That's a tough question for me because like once every like three or four months, it's just like all of a sudden my face has like all kinds of shit on it that I want to pop Ugh. and I'll spend like 30, 40 minutes in the mirror just attacking my face and probably scarring it. Um, so I do enjoy like that. Like I guess, so I guess popping a big pimple would be good. Um, but I cannot watch like Dr. Pimple Popper because like those, it's like, it's too gross. It, it's one thing if it's me, I don't know. It's like, I guess it's like when people say like, oh, you could wipe your kid's butt, but if you like saw someone yeah. else's poop, it'd yeah. be like barf. Um, the earwax thing, I feel like I don't really have a problem with earwax, but I mean, it is very satisfying to clean your ears, uh, when you're like, oh man. I feel so much better. Um, I never get that bad uh, where you can't hear. But 
And then what was the other one? Oh, the nose. Um, like when you're sick and then you like take some medication that like oh, helps, helps you. Yeah. helps you blow your nose. And then you're like, oh my God, I can breathe I again for a little bit that is very satisfying but yeah i think it it might be the pimple popping for me uh pimples can be very satisfying yes but for me because i have problems with my ears sometimes and i have had to have had have had to have my ears flushed out with water at the doctor's office um and they (laughs) they'll go do you want to see it And I used to always be like, oh, no. But the last time I did it, I was like, yeah, let me see it. (laughs) And it was satisfying because it was like that little shit was ruining my hearing. Like I couldn't hear at all out of my one ear. I had to have it flushed out because I have small ear canals. And my doctor told me not to use Q-tips. And not just me, everyone in the world. And when I used to use Q-tips, I for sure got kind of you know yelled at by my doctor like that's why your ears clog because you shoved the wax in with the q-tip um so yeah that's definitely very satisfying when a bunch of wax comes out of your ear and then you can hear so i have something like that and you know this i love vacuuming And then when I empty the Dyson and I see the big ball of like dog hair come out and like dirt and dust and shit, it's so satisfying to me. I'm like, oh man, that was all on the ground. Because Allison mentioned this when she was talking about the Dyson and how amazing it is. It's like you look at your wall and you're like, there's no dust there. You do a pass with the Dyson and then all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, where did this all come from? Like the world is covered in dust we just don't know it um until some crazy kiwi or australian guy i don't even know where he's from and yeah mr dyson (laughs) invented this super cool vacuum that um shows us all the crap that was around us this whole time um so i do get satisfaction from that and on that note that is it Two episodes in just over an hour. Two episodes. Two weeks of episodes in just over an hour. Um, Next week, we'll be back with some uh, regularly scheduled programming. Apologies if this sounds uh, terrible because, uh, you know, we did it pretty hastily and there will not be a lot of editing. Uh, We'll be back next week with Lisa. Thanks for listening. Spider-Man and Freeze in full effect. Uh-huh. You ready, Ron? I'm ready. You ready, dude? I'm ready, Slick. Are you? Oh, yeah. Take it down. Girl, I must warn you. I sense something strange in my mind. Yo. Situation is Let's kill it because we're running out of time. Seen from the start, it's also when love is not together from the heart. Sing it out. It's driving me out of my mind. That's why.
Smile. 